ladies and gentlemen, here we are with this is episode one of podcast. We are rightly naming Dudes and Brews, and we're here. It's just going to be, it's a podcast really just about, you know, talking sports and dude stuff. My good buddy, Wyatt Alm. Wyatt, say hi. All right. So basically what we're going to do here is just going to be real simple. We're going to have... Just gonna be like real, real quick takes. Both of us have nothing too much. Hot and cold takes, what I call. Yeah, yeah. There we go. So uh, you just want to get into it. We have a pretty stacked lineup here. It seems like. Yeah, I think uh, it's worthy to start talking about LeBron. He's, I mean, he's the fucking. He kind of runs everything right now. L.A. Bron. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. you can, if you want to start, you can start. Cool. Yeah. So LeBron on the Lakers. It's uh, I gotta say it's I I'm not that surprised. It's everyone saw it coming. Everyone. I mean, who is it? Colin Coward. I think called it last year that this was gonna happen. Uh, it's really we'll see what happens. I'm still waiting for them to maybe pick up another piece, like something maybe a little bit better than uh, what they have now. I feel like they have a pretty decent team, but it's uh, I don't know. Time will tell. Fuck man, but uh, yeah. What are you? What are you? What are you thinking about it? Um, I think it's gonna be a massive fucking fail, in my opinion. I think there's you got LeBron, who's a you know obviously the the best in our time, and then they go out and they sign fucking Lance Stevenson, which uh, from something that I saw last. Last year in the playoffs, um, you know, Lance has all his antics to LeBron, you know, blown in the ear and fucking pushing and going into his huddles and all that. And I remember seeing something where um, Lance was talking to a reporter and he said, you know, the only thing that that guy has ever said to me is what's wrong with you. So that I mean that's gonna be kind of kind of an interesting fucking work. And then you got Rondo, who's a fucking I I think Rondo is um. Uh, a veteran version of Lonzo because he, he, I, I mean, Rondo can shoot and score and all that, but um, he's definitely a more of a passer rebounder point guard, which that's what uh, Lonzo's kind of made for. And I mean, you got JaVel McGee, who's, I mean, if I was fucking seven foot tall, I, I would be a JaVel McGee making fucking, that much money. <laughs> what I love and about Jumanji is just his his highlight video, like it's just all of him doing just the stupidest things, making ridiculous, like stupid blocks and shacking himself. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and then and then you got the Lavar factor, which um, I can't wait. Like I I just put a bag of popcorn in the microwave, and I just can't wait till the NBA season starts, so I can sit back and fucking eat some popcorn and listen to this guy. I mean, I don't know about you, but I've seen some stuff where he was at a some big baller thing. I mean, I didn't even know that was still a thing, and he was saying that um, if they give Lonzo the ball they will win a championship. Um, LeBron just has to listen to Lonzo. Uh, obviously, this guy is just looking for publicity, and uh, he's just being an idiot, but I think it's totally fucking worth it to listen to him and and laugh because uh, that's all going to blow up in their face. <laughs> yeah, no, it for sure is. As long as he's there, I just it's it's almost like the Dwight Howard factor. I, you know. But uh, I have saw a report actually about that 
that uh, with Lonzo because they were thinking about there's reports that they were thinking about using him as a trading piece to get Kawhi possibly. But yeah, then he, his uh, camp fucking said that he tore a meniscus. So if you're quote unquote injured, you can't be uh, in a trade. So I mean, that's actually kind of smart by his camp. If you know, if that's all like what it is. To, yeah, well, I, I mean, thought that was kind of smart. Yeah, I was hearing it's fake. Like, I guess the Lakers may not have like an like trying to get doctors to check it out, and they don't really like the balls don't really want them to check it out. And so, but yeah, it'll be LA. Uh, I think will be a very interesting uh, place this year with the Lakers, and we'll see what happens. I guess LeBron's getting beat already because of the you know the Kobe fanboys that will never buy. Yeah, I saw someone put a, a LeBron face on a Kobe painting, and some guy fucking tore it off. But uh, <laughs> I mean, obviously, it's going to be like one of those things where I think they'll start off really, sh- not really shitty, but eh, you know, they, they won't do as good as people think at the beginning. Middle yeah. of the season, they'll fucking ramp it up, and then towards the end, you know, they'll make it into the playoffs. Because I mean, when's the last time LeBron hasn't made it into the playoffs? And then. You know, second or third round, they're going to get fucking swept by, like, not maybe not swept, but, eh, I mean, by Golden State or, or Houston. Yeah. That's my fucking opinion of it. Yeah, no, uh, I think we tend to have the same same kind of mind when it comes to uh, comes to that, but it will be very interesting in there. I think there's going to be a lot of drama. But uh, moving on and staying on the West Coast, uh, other news, Boogie. DeMarcus Cousins signed a one-year deal. How much was it for? Five mil, seven mil? 5.3. 5.3 million. This dude just signed a one-year contract for Golden State for $5.3 million. And you got Dante Exum, who suited up for 16 games, re-signing with Utah for, like, four years and $33 million or something stupid. It's, if this guy, like, I, if he wants the ring chase, fine. But it's like, ah, I don't know, man. I felt like I felt like the Pelicans had a pretty good thing. I know they did just lose Rondo, but I – I feel like they still um, maybe could have picked someone up, and they still do have Drew Holiday. He's not all that bad. But, I saw uh, that the Pelicans offered him. I don't know if it was during the year or after the year was over. Can't remember, but they offered Boogie two years, forty million, uh, allegedly, and apparently he didn't take that. But um, I mean, I'm kind of excited to see what. Uh, granted, uh, his return is supposed to be for uh, late December, early January. Maybe you can push it off till February, so you won't see too much of it in the regular season. But I can't wait to see that fucking lineup because I think Boogie is a fucking beast. Like he is, he's one of the best. Not getting his way, and then you got the Splash Bros, and you got Draymond. Even though I, I think there might be a little fucking ego fucking clash in the in the locker room once Boogie gets up and going, and it, like if everything gets going and running smooth, I think. Uh, you got too many egos there to fucking to control. Yeah. Oh, for sure. And my thing is just thinking about it is that's one thing I heard is he made it's not a bad idea for him because he is coming off this entry and you know, not a lot of guys still perform the same way. So he can really, he doesn't have to rush into it. They won't really need him, but if they could, like, if you think of it, you said when he's going to come when is he possibly going to come back? Um, late December, early January. Yeah, right in time maybe. for a good playoff push. I mean, if they have them healthy right in time for the playoffs, oh, boy, look out for Golden State. Like, and not even a playoff. Like, you don't even have to look out for them. They could play fucking what they're starting for without a center and still beat fucking half of these teams in the NBA nowadays. So, you know, like, yeah, that's sure just that's the fucking sprinkles on top of that Sunday. 
Yeah, it'll be. I mean, it will be very interesting to see once playoffs come around next year where the teams in the West stack up. I mean, the East seems like it's going to be pretty cut and dry, and where the teams are going to go. But uh, I feel like that West is going to be very interesting on what teams do good and maybe if any teams, what teams regress and kind of you know progress. What were you going to say? I guess we'll wait and find out. Be kind of interesting. Yeah, I mean, uh, not to keep too much West Coast biased. I mean, I know you do. You're a Celtics fan, heart, so you tend to lean more East. But uh, Paul George, big news. He decided to sign as a was a four year deal. Uh, yeah, I believe so. Four year. How much? With the Thunder, ah, that I've heard some things that he maybe when he when he heard that Kawhi was possibly going to go to the Lakers with LeBron, he didn't want to be like that third wheel and maybe got forgotten about, but. I don't know why he'd want to go back to the OKC team after that playoff run that they had, that horrific playoff run. Yeah, that uh, ugly, ugly scene. But uh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe he want, Maybe he's hoping that they fucking cut that fucking bag of lard that he dragged into the playoffs <laughs> called fucking Mellow, and maybe they can, you know, give some other fucking – random guy a bunch of money and he can contribute a little bit more than that fucking slug but uh oh man yeah carmelo he just took the lazy way out didn't he just take his option he took the money for an option for like one more yeah, year I, I do believe so i wouldn't uh, for like fucking 25 or 30 million too that guy's fucking that's shit in my opinion. people forget like how good he was like he used to be really good back in the day with the nuggets yeah with the nuggets and then he went to new york and then he just kind of fucking he did decent in new york but i mean he didn't really do too much yeah they never seemed to mesh together that well with that whole team which is a little yeah. bit of a but uh I, hopefully they can pull something together maybe that's i mean hopefully he stayed because you know they're uh Although I heard Westbrook had something to say, like kind of persuaded him to stay, but well, Westbrook had that party, so I mean, it really wouldn't surprise me that Westbrook put some fucking roofie in his drink to make him verbally say that he's gonna stay, and then you know, now now he's gotta stay. He can't fucking back out of that. That's why he had that giant party. Where are you, Westbrook? You fucking sly guy, you, <laughs> Mister Triple Double, but uh, himself. Yeah, exactly. But uh, moving on, you got and then there's still the rumors on Kawhi. It's very interesting what's going to happen with him. Uh, I heard that if he doesn't get traded before the season, he's just going to sit out the season until he does. Uh, it seems like the it, a lot of people have said that uh, Popovich has really just totally lost him, and he's just Kawhi's just done with San Antonio and just wants out. But I've heard well, that would be unfortunate for him if they couldn't find a fucking trade for him. Yeah, and he looks I mean, like a fucking tool bag. But. Yeah, that's, uh, so it'll be interesting what's going, what happens with that. I mean, there's been rumors that the Celtics are looking at him possibly, which I don't know. I I guess they could make it work, but uh, I don't know. It, it, the thing is, too, I've heard is like obviously like the big thing is, is major landing spot. People are going to say the Lakers, but I've heard that the trade that the Spurs are requesting from the Lakers is like yeah, it's like their whole fucking last yeah. four draft picks and like two future ones. So and compared to, I guess like what the Celtics are offering, like the South, like they're the San Antonio isn't looking from that much from like uh, the Celtics, which is very interesting. So we'll see like where, I mean, I get it because their Spurs are in the, yeah, the both teams are in the West. So I can understand not wanting to, you know, give up your best guy to, you know, basically a, 
conference rival. Yeah. But uh, so that. But again, it's uh, with this. It's just kind of interesting about this time of year with free agency in the NBA. You get some very. You get some very interesting egotistical motherfuckers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty, yeah, pretty much. They want their money. Uh, yeah. And Jimmy Butler wants his money too, from what I hear as well. And Jimmy Butler seems like he is fed up with the Timberwolves. Yeah, with their uh, youth, from what yeah. I've heard. Yeah, I hear uh, he says doesn't like Cat Williams' attitude or Cat's uh, Cat Williams. Cat's Cat attitude. Williams, this guy. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> it also it seems like he uh, he said some things about Andrew Wiggins too. He doesn't. It doesn't seem like he. Wiggins fully like puts his full potential in everything he does, and is just kind of okay. Kind of seems like the fucking Timberwolves like uh, men mental fucking ability. If you think about it, when was the last time the Timberwolves actually did anything of any uh, like relevance in this league? Uh, mm. I mean, not from not from any time that I can remember. I mean, that's yeah, like yeah, fucking man. not even. He like I don't even think they've really made it to the even if they did make it to the playoffs, they made it to the playoffs this year and they got fucking bounced in the first yeah. round. So, I don't think yeah. they really made it past the first round. And well, I don't think they really have a good coach, Tom Thibodeau. Like he, he's, I've heard now that it's he's he's like lost the locker room. So it, it's, it's Minnesota is going from being his up and coming team to now just possibly being this giant shitstorm. Yeah, uh, and then yeah. I hear um, one thing that that Jimmy Butler wants is. Uh, it's his last year. It's Kyrie's last year, and I hear that they want to. I mainly they want to play together, and then I've seen a bunch of other little things that they want to play together in New York. So that might be something to keep an eye on. I don't know. Yeah, but that uh, Kyrie maybe that he may not sign with the Celtics again, and he may just try to. And yeah, I've heard the same rumor that he may try to go to the Knicks and. I mean, I don't know why you would want to go to that dumpster fire of a team, but I mean, to each their own, I guess. Yeah, I mean, especially when you're just on a Celtics team that didn't that lost their star small forward at the very beginning of the year and still managed to turn it into a spectacular playoff run, and then yeah. lose Kyrie and still make it that far. It's, it's yeah, incredible. It's fucking one game short of making it to the finals to lose to Golden State, but I guess that's kind of what everyone's fighting for right about now. Yeah, but uh, meat grinder that is Golden State, man. Steve Kerr is just a master coach, and those is pros- he really a master coach, or is he have a fucking roster who, where if you fucking walked on, they would still win sixty games while you're over there drooling on yourself. Yeah, but you have to like my thing is is when like that's a lot of egos he has in that locker room, and it seems like he does a pretty good job of getting those guys on the same page in a league where it seems like there's a lot of a lot of ego involved, and like was it Gortat or the the Washington because he had a problem with either Beal or John Wall or something. Yeah, I think it was John Wall. I remember him talking some shit about him in the year when he was injured, and yeah. they went on like a little winning spree or something like that. Just don't. It doesn't seem like you got a whole lot of drama coming out of you know Golden State at all. Like you have the rant and you know people hating on him and him being a little crybaby in his owner accounts. But besides that, I mean, well, I saw something where uh, they, I think it was Draymond said that there was actually a lot of drama going on in the locker room, but no one let it get out to the public. So they kind of fucking 
smushed that's, it. But I mean, yeah. well, now, now we'll see how it goes with Boogie when he fucking wants to go punching everyone's face in when he only gets fucking <laughs> six plays a game ran for him. Yeah, uh, they're gonna fucking set us uh, um, uh, year high in fucking technical fouls, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, but, but we will see with that because he is going from he is now coming from a system where he's no longer gonna be like that guy. Like him and Anthony Davis were just like the main guys, and so it again though it's just another another one of those things can be anywhere the season is gonna be very interesting how it all well that's about it. Uh, I mean, so this is probably all the NBA talk for now. We got probably next topic. I want to NFL seems like I got some pretty good, uh, pretty good headlines in the last few days. Um, T.O. T.O. Yes, thank you. That's a big one. That I want to cocky fucking prick that he just wants fucking. He just wants attention. That's all that guy wants. All he's ever wanted in his career. The problem is where he thinks like why. Like you're in the Hall of Fame, it's a Hall of Fame induction. Like, why are you gonna just boycott it for no reason? And then because he wants to fucking shine attention on himself and like that's just that's that. all he is. The same guy. Didn't he come out last year, last summer, not too long ago, and say that he still feels like that he could play, like he's ready to play in the NFL? Yeah, I think he said that like fucking a week ago. He yeah, says that like every summer. I think he always he always tweets it like uh, like there's always he always picks like one team. Throughout the summer, he says, "Oh, if you you need a receiver, you can look at me. I'm 45 and I can still run with fucking football pads on." Dude, no one can. That's fine, but you're still not. That's you're gonna get hit once, and you just he's gonna crumble into dust. Man. Yeah, imagine a fucking Cam Chancellor didn't retire, and he fucking uh, was running down the middle of the field. Two uh, to that Cam Chancellor's. Oh man, I saw he had a. Did, did you see he retire? Yeah, his neck injury. Uh, it's, I guess he was like a hit or two away from like going paralysis on paralysis, and man, that's it's tough. But hopefully- hey, he fucking he made his millions worth, and he made a good name for himself. He'll, I'm sure he can go anywhere in a talk radio fucking setting, and he'll um, make his money's worth. Which I mean, credit to him, he should because he was a fucking beast. Yeah, for sure that he he was. I was watching was this. He was definitely one of those safeties that fucking changed the safety play in football. Yeah, and he was a very he was one of the old school ones that would hit like he wasn't it wasn't about oh, trying yeah. to fix and stuff. It was about you get that ball, I'ma hit you, I'ma knock your head off. I love watching those highlights of him jumping over the fucking the line when you could still jump over the line because they fucking changed this rule because of him and blocked the field goals and all that. Like that's that's pretty awesome. Yeah, that uh so definitely hat off to him, but T.O., I, I, and now he's going to do his it's going to do an, his induction speech in at his college that he graduated in, at their stadium. It's open to the public, and it's just like, dude. Yeah, I saw that. I, I, say, I was thinking about driving down and fucking going to watch it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to get my popcorn ready. Yeah, get your popcorn. That's the thing, too, is that's like the, the Hall of Fame induction the ceremony is nationally televised. I don't think he's going to pay to have this thing televised. And if it is, it's going to be like local cable or something. Yeah, right. If it does, the fucking the the, chan- the the networks will pay him to fucking televise. That's probably what he's banking on. He probably wants to get fucking money from them to fucking do his thing. Too much. He was a really good player, but I always hated his ego, man. It always it yeah, was always that's, that's that, but that's what made him him. That's 
especially like a Chad Johnson and stuff when you look at those guys. Ocho, Ocho Cinco. Cinco, get it right, you fucking prick. Sorry. <laughs> Football. Uh, we're going to talk about your boy Edelman and this little suspension. Maybe how. Yeah, I think uh, I think it's a. I think it was kind of dumb that he uh, fought it. Yeah, I mean, it is what it is. I see that he fought it trying to get some technicalities, like some like they mishandled it, which is kind of what Sherman went for. Uh, like, was that four or five years ago? He and he actually won on some stupid technical loophole thing. And then I saw something where uh, where Edelman was gonna like try and take it to court. Like, don't be that much of a fucking tool bag where you're gonna take that to court. Is that's like, then you're just like uh, I don't know. Yeah, but look at I mean, at the end of the day, as like at the end of the day, Deflategate was just stupid and shouldn't have happened. But like Tom Brady took that to federal court too, and it was over some deflated balls. And so, but I mean, Edelman, I will say, like Edelman does did have does have a pretty good case. I felt I thought he was going to have it. I thought he would win on that. It was a pretty good technicality. Like they, if they really want to get this guy, like they they messed it up. Like don't mess it up, and you can nail him. At the same time, like, Goodell is Patriots. Ah, whatever. I don't even think it's that. I just I think it's all dumb. Yeah, and I feel like it shouldn't even like I don't even like the NFL's fucking um suspension protocol. It's like they kinda like they say, Oh, you're gonna get suspended, so they take sixteen pieces of paper and then they write one through sixteen on it, they put it in a bag and then they fucking put their hand in this bag and they pull it and whatever number they pull out, that's the fucking number of games you're suspended. That's how it feels like. I mean, here we got over in Tampa Bay, we got fucking famous Jameis. He got suspended for three games for his sexual assault on a fucking uh, on an Uber driver. Three games, but here we go. We got Edelman fucking, he got suspended for four for taking um, a PED, you know, allegedly. I don't know. And yeah, and I was I looked at something the other day. I think maybe on ESPN or something. And they had James Winston was suspended three games, and it was after originally being six. But at the same time, some other dude got busted for marijuana and smoking the weed. Got to stay off the weed, like Stephen A. Smith likes to say. But he got he suspended the full season, half the season. I mean, you look what that. They should be. That's that's some dangerous shit right there. No, but it's, you know, groping a female Uber driver. That's and originally the worst part about this whole story is originally he came out with this story and said, "Oh no, there was a lot of people in the car. She didn't know what she was talking about." Accused the Uber driver of being a liar, and then came out publicly, like I think a few weeks ago, and said, "Oh no, I'm very sorry for my actions. I've stayed out of alcohol." But it's like this dude is just pretty, pretty much a. Uh, I got caught, so I'm gonna say this. So it kind of looks like uh, that the. That I'm working with the NFL. That's why I got three games instead of six. But I mean, oh, whatever. I don't even tell, yeah. And that's like the speech that he gave, and like that. It, just the press release. He, it was you could tell he didn't write it, and it wasn't. I don't know how sincere it honestly was because this dude just messes, fucks up, fucks up, fucks up some more. He did it in college. Doing it honestly, now. when the fuck was the last time you heard a football player 
give a an apology speech that sounded like they did write it. Nobody. Yeah, this one though, it's just I mean, in this case, even more so just because he came out originally and said this was just a complete lie and then like when compult like three sixty the other way on it, it's like, all right, dude, just like I don't know. He needs to at the end of the day, I I just hate him because he needs to really get his shit together and it's 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 a bit much. That's it. For that. yeah, that's, no that's, how, that's how the fucking majority of these football players are that uh, do something just because, you know, football's in America, it's the most booming sport. So they think that they can fucking do anything and then they can get a fucking uh, hall pass just because they fucking play football, you know, for their fucking local Johnny uh, state. Football. Johnny football. Yeah, look at him. Now he's in. Canada, he's gonna fucking rip it up in Canada. Then he's gonna sign a deal with the XFL, and he's gonna fucking rip it up, and he's gonna become the new goat. And you know, well, I mean, if, uh, speaking about the XFL, did you see McMahon is gonna put in what five five hundred million? Five hundred million. Yeah. You better just have this. Better be the most extravagant. This better be some like Las Vegas style show meets football. Like, I, man, I can't wait to see like. Honestly, I think, like, the only thing that holds XFL back, in my opinion, from being something great is you're going to turn it on and you're not going to know anybody. Like, if, if like, if you were to put the, the NFL teams in the XFL and watch it, I bet you it'd be fucking great because I, I think, I mean, I haven't really looked much into the XFL. I think that they're more into, like, the old school NFL, like, going fast and hitting motherfuckers and like this whole high speed fucking collisions that the NFL, which they, they should get away from. But like, let's be honest when I tune in on a Sunday to watch football, I don't want to fucking see some guy fucking jump out of bounds and, you know, avoid a tackle. I want to see him get fucking destroyed and just get this nasty hit. Yeah. Yeah, Obviously you don't want to see anyone get hurt, but that that's what we want to see is you know a fucking a, a good tackle. It's yeah, it's the name of the game. You just want to see like it. You just love it. It sucks and like these guys, you know. They but the the NFL needs to do more in helping them. They don't do nearly enough and they don't talk about it enough. But it it uh, the XFL will be interesting. I I think I was joking with you. I told you the other day. I think it's gonna be like that game back in the day. Yeah, I think uh, I think it will be. I think if it works out, I think it's gonna be awesome. It's just. You know, a giant if. We're just gonna have to find it a way probably, to market, market it, not having like big name guys, and find a way that separates themselves. Like I will say that uh, there's that other one I was telling you about that you can download the app, and, like pick your plays and stuff. Like get to pick the plays. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fun, and it's just like some amateur guys that didn't make it into the draft and stuff, and it actually isn't too bad. But they found a way to kind of like separate themselves and make it different from like typical NFL. So you're still like in- interested in the game money and stuff and but you don't know any of the players but you get this so it's like playing it's like playing madden just kind of you don't get to boom it's better better graphics <laughs> better graphics better stats exactly but uh moving on so that's pro i mean for the nfl i think that's uh there was isn't too much right now it's i don't know not too many like big time give, give it another month give it another month yeah, yeah. once spring let's uh Spring training once uh once they're like uh, workouts and stuff coming around. One quick thing that I just came to my mind: I saw uh, last week that the Madden ratings came out, 
and um, oh. they rated Aaron Rodgers a 99 and Tom Brady a 98, which I can see with the injury, but Aaron Rodgers was fucking injured all year. How can yeah. you give him a fucking 99? That's some baby back bullshit, yeah, in my opinion. Which, I mean, granted, I think he is a 99, but for him to be injured for fucking half to three quarters of the year, it's kind of hard to give him a 99 on that. And, and then and then you jip Brady of a I mean, granted, it's only one point in whatever, but uh, just something to fucking throw out there. When you look at it, though, it's like when – so you're going to say that a guy that was injured for a majority of the year, who is a really good quarterback, was injured for a majority of the year, is somehow better than a guy that, you know, helped bring his team to another Super Bowl and, you know – Granted, he didn't catch it, so maybe that's why. Maybe if he caught that fucking ball, he, he would have a 99 overall rating. I don't know. Look at me roasting my fucking favorite quarterback of all time, but it is what it is. <laughs> it is. Uh, the, the matting ratings come out, and they're always very interesting. I will be interested to see who, um, who the matted Curtis plagues this year. I'll be interested to see if you if you uh, pick the Colts or if you do a, um, a fantasy draft, if you draft – Aaron Luck, uh, Andrew Luck, sorry, Aaron Luck, uh, Andrew Luck, if he gets a full-size football, or does he get like a little nor- Nerf football that he gets to throw around? That, that's just a little side note. That's, you, you have to see, that's the caveat in the new Madden. You're actually not going to be able to play as Andrew Luck. You just, you oh, just plot get, twist. You just get to ride the bench. You get to put him in that second-string spot and he'll just sit on the bench. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's not that bad of a draft pick, if you ask me. You're an asshole. <laughs> you want him down. Uh, so, should we take a quick minute or two and talk about uh, Johnny Tavares getting his uh, get yeah. a pay day over in fucking Canada? And for the, his hometown team, it's it's really it, and for the NHL, this is really nice. It's cool to see now and again because I mean, you see the NBA, and it seems like every year there's an NBA free agency. There is just in the offseason, there's always that one team that you know they're going to. Well, yeah, and there's always these big name players. With the NHL, there isn't always these big name players that you know are free agents and looking for a new team. Yeah, I can't remember the last last time there was a big free agent player. It really came out to a giant verse a little bit because I had been keeping up on it. Actually, yeah. Yeah. I was keeping up on a little bit, and from what I think, it did seem like he was going to stay in with the Islanders, and then it just, I don't know, out of nowhere, I guess, some other team started off, and he went out, and I mean, he saw the writing on the wall. So the team, they don't have an official home yet. They're going to play half the game, like half the season in Brooklyn, I think, and then the other half in Long Island. Beginning and they've yet to try to make real moves get somebody the elder good guys are. And I mean, seven years, seventy-seven million. Um, it's kind of hard to turn that down. That's a pretty fucking. And that Maple Leafs team, that young Maple Leafs team, it's it's they could be going places. That uh, team is going to be one to look out for. I'll tell you what, they're going to be. Yeah, that will be. Uh, I can't. This is like the first NHL season that I, I think I've ever been in store for that I actually can't wait to fucking to watch. Yeah, so. I'll, be see, I'll be interested too because we got the Avalanche got, um, was it the backup goalie for the Capitals that was with them for the playoffs? And they also got. Uh, oh my God, you guys got a backup goalie. That's going to yeah. be sweet. I can't wait to see him fucking start yeah. 10 games. Yeah. Wow. Well, probably, well, the thing is, is we have a rough past with uh, goalies from the Capitals because we have Varlamov, who's our starting goalie. And he has been pretty good in the last couple of years, but we got him from the Capitals. And when he was on the Capitals, he was filthy. 
and he came to us. Was he the shit the bed. Was he the one that started when uh we went and saw that Bruins Avalanche game and you were all pissed off and then he let up like two or three goals in the first period and then uh then he shut him down and you guys end up winning like five to three. Yeah, I think Varlamov. Uh, I'm pretty sure he was the one. He's been in. He's better net minus. Sounds really Yeah, he. I mean. Yeah. He, he's he's good, but he just I don't know. He's just not always. He's almost kind of like uh, Mark Andre Fleury there. He's really good. Yeah, from the Golden Knights. Yeah, when the country gets to him. He just like he flounders and kind of fucks up. Yeah, it happens to the best of them. Yeah, especially when they wear that Colorado jersey lately. One day yeah. we made the playoffs. Oh, hey, we made it for the first round. We gave them Canada's a heck of a seven games. Yeah, the third string goalie. By the time we got into that seventh game, but no biggie. Yeah, if if you want some congratulations for that, I'll give it to you. But uh, besides that, thanks. So. I mean, that's probably I feel like uh, got just about cover about everything today. Um, do you have your final take? Do you want to go? Yeah, I do. Do you want to uh, actually? Do you want to go first? Let me go first. Um. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Let the homo go. You can go. <laughs> Thanks. So my big thing this week is, uh, you know, I do like UFC. And it's, you know, this week is usually pretty big for them because it's International Fight Week, so it's always fairly stacked card. They always do a lot of events, and they have their Hall of Fame events, uh this week. And actually tonight, I think, um, we're recording on what? What's today? Thursday? Recording on Thursday. Yeah. Uh, they'll, they'll have it. They'll have it tonight. And one of the guys inducted Matt Sarah, who is he was one of like the original guys back in the day. He in the early 2000s, Tito Ortiz and like Chuck Liddell and stuff. He was he was right there, and he was you know he was really good, just amazing guy, and he deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. But uh, he spent his the night before his induction uh, killing a drunken asshole at a at a restaurant in Vegas because he was like harass he was harassing waiters and waitresses. Now I thought you were in Connecticut. I didn't think you were in Vegas. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> Usually you're the fucking rowdy asshole that someone's gonna take down. No, it must have been related to me, I bet though. <laughs> yeah. But this guy, man, it it was so funny. You see this drunk guy and he, he wants something, he's like, I'm gonna kick your ass and then he realizes that <laughs> Matt Sarah is a Brazilian jiu jitsu black belt and the dude's going nowhere and it goes from I'm gonna kick your ass to I'm pressing charges. I'm cops. Yeah, I saw that. Buddy, here, but that's uh, I feel like that's something only a uh, UFC Hall of Famer. That's that's that seems like pretty par for the course for for that. Yeah. So the one thing I wanted to touch base on is I got a I like I got a I like to gamble a little bit. Uh, cough, cough. But the uh, the the over unders came out for the um, each NFL team this year for their amount of wins. So I just, I picked four that I thought were noteworthy to keep an eye out on. So my first one, which I was kind of interested to see was the Browns. Like no one would think that. And I was going to say that they were going to win four or five games, but Vegas has them at five and a half. I would definitely take the under on that. Um, And then I see the Titans. Titans are at eight and a half. Um, I would take the over. They got some, they added uh, some pretty good pieces, they made the playoffs last year, so um, I would watch out for them. Um, you got the Jaguars at eight. I, I mean, eight seems kind of low. Um, I mean, granted, if you had Blake Bortles, it would definitely be over, but I still think that will be over. And last but not least, 
Huh? The defense is real good for Jacksonville. Yeah, yeah, they got a good D-line and a good secondary. Actually, their whole defense, even their linebackers. But uh, last but not least, I would like to watch out for us Eagles. They're at 10. I think they will have a uh, Super Bowl hangover, and I would I would take the under on them. I mean, Grant, I haven't really looked at anyone's schedule, but uh, just uh, just something to look for. I mean, yeah, you heard it here first, so if you guys fucking bet on it and win a million dollars, you give me half. You know, it was winning. The Browns, I think, will be interesting because uh, I've heard – I mean, they, do, they did pick up uh, – they pick up Jarvis Landry. Is that the guy that picked up? Yeah, yeah, they got him. They got Baker Mayfield. Um, I feel like they got they got another really good receiver. That I can't remember off the top of my head. And they got a, like a decent running back too. But I mean, I don't know what they got on defense. So Josh Gordon. Um, uh, they picked up a kid last year in the draft. He's a D end, and uh, he's a D end. He's oh Miles Garrett. Yeah, he looks like he's gonna be pretty good, but. I heard that they may just – they do have Tyrod Taylor, but I heard that they're going to let uh, – Yeah, that's right. And kind of develop. But uh, that I think it will be interesting. If they can win four games, there will be four more games than they won last year. So. Yeah, I think uh, – I mean, I like – before this came out, I was thinking to myself that they – I think a stretch would be five, but I was thinking that they would win four. But, you know, I guess weirder things have happened, so. Yeah, sure. They uh, – it mm, – did you, did you happen to catch with the Colts game yet? Huh? Cap happened to catch with the Colts rat for uh, odds? No, I didn't. Um, probably pretty shitty because they suck. Jacksonville easily could win eight games. I mean, that division is shit. Shiite. Titans are yeah. bad. And Colts are bad. And Andrew Luck can only throw a tiny size football. <laughs> it's not a good day. With yeah. the win at his back. Yeah. Right. So, so uh, that that was uh that was it for my final thought. Um, I'll make sure not send you any of the winnings though. Yeah, fuck you. I'm, I'm mad after the Timberwolves in the playoffs. I'm never doing that again. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but that dude. I wish I took that fucking soccer game that we were talking about. I was fucking like two minutes late on get my money in to fucking have Russia take over uh, Russia. Spain. Dude, that would have been fucking 550 bucks in my pocket. I'm pissed. Sure. The one. No, the one well, okay. The one. Okay. We're not, get, we're not getting into World Sweden. Cup right now. Joe for Sweden. Look at the odds for Sweden. That if you okay. Want. I, don't, I don't care. Yep. Thanks, man. That's pocket soccer, right? You asshole. Whatever. <laughs> I think that, uh, for our first episode, I think that's probably, it's probably going to do it for us. We, uh, yeah, that was a uh, decent. This was a little, little, little definitely just going to get better to go. This first one's a little, you know, it's going to be a little sluggish. Um, we're definitely going to put on more. Uh, we're probably going to do it, what, you want to try to do this once a week? Once a week for now, and then uh, I think once football starts, we can try and shoot for two, but we'll kind of see what happens from there. Yeah, that sounds good to me. I mean, yeah, I definitely want sport like more of the sports stuff kicking off would be a lot easier to talk about them. Yeah, then, then you got NBA that comes back uh like a month into to football. So more to talk about, more to fucking shit on LeBron, more to tell you how much the Colts suck, more to tell you how much the Patriots are awesome, more to tell you how much fucking Jameis Winston's a 
piece of shit and T.O. is a piece of shit. And uh, I mean, I could go on, but I don't want to keep everyone from their fucking daily lives. So I don't want to keep them too long here, but uh, that was it's a nice little rant you had there. Yeah, but so. also going to be the Pats when they play at your list. But that's, uh, that's a discussion for yeah. another day. And I think, yep, I'm, yes. uh, think it's uh, about a good time maybe to wrap it up there. Yeah. Uh, well, if that's it, then we will see everybody next week. And I hope whoever is listening to this right now spreads the word to their friends and they spread it to their friends and we fucking get this motherfucker going like a wildfire. Yeah, subscribe. I mean, rate, subscribe. We're going to try to put it out as much as we can. Um, hopefully you guys like Any it. Any suggestions? Fucking somehow get a hold of us. Yeah, uh, that's all him. Yeah, I'm going to set up next week. We'll have an official just Gmail account. So if you guys have questions, comments, concerns, ways to improve. We'll- Tell us that we fucking suck and that we should just like go drown in a pool. I mean, that's cool too. I'll take that. Let's go eat a whole bag of dicks, you know? Maybe I will. Maybe that's what I like to do on yeah, the week. I'll go drink some bleach, whatever. I'll eat some Tide Pods, do the Tide Pod Challenge next week. All right, cool. <laughs> Let's do it. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh, we hope you guys enjoyed, and we will be back next week with another episode. Toodle. Alrighty. Uh, yeah, take it easy, guys. Have a good one. Yo, yo, yo. Hello. Hello. Why does it say that there's two of me in here? That's weird. Uh, I might have invited you twice. Oh, okay. Whatever. Yeah. Alright. Hold on a second. Uh, you can't hear my TV in the background, can you? No, you're good. Okay, cool. I love watching some old school WWE pay-per-views when I'm doing this. <laughs> oh, fuck. I can't find it now. Did you happen to see the uh, ratings came out for Barstool? Or not but for Madden 19? The, Q- the quarterback ones? Uh, no, just from... Oh, yeah, they... They must have changed it because now, um, uh, now, uh, was it Brady's? Brady's in '99. He's rated above uh, Aaron Rodgers. Oh uh, yeah. Fucking. I see that Tyree Kill has a 99 speed, or or 98 speed, or something like that. It's ridiculous. That's gonna be nasty, dude. Fucking Aaron Rodgers didn't play all year, and he has a better or not Aaron Rodgers. Uh, well, him too, but. Fucking Andrew Luck has an 86 rating. He's rated higher than like most of the dudes. Yeah, the guys. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess he's decent when he's. Yeah. But he yeah, fucking hasn't played. It's like two years or a year and a half, I guess. Oh, <clears throat> uh, there we go. Yeah, and Eli Manning's a 76 overall. What? Eli Manning's a 76 overall. Oh, he sucks, so. Yeah. All right, hold on. Let me turn my light on. All right, so what do you got for topics? Um, I don't really have too much. I got uh, later, I got Tony Parker going to the Hornets for two years. Yep. 10 million. Um, I got 
I want to know where Mello might go. Mm-hmm. If he if he's going to go back to uh, Mike D'Antoni in Houston, he has, I don't think they worked out very well when he, they were in New York, but I don't really know. Um, Devin Booker signed a, a max extension at the age of 21, five years, 158 million. So by the time right. that's over, he's going to fucking be 26. And I think he's, he's going to be a beast. Yeah, I'm actually surprised because I heard there were some rumors that he wasn't happy. Yeah, because they didn't sign like one of his friends or something like that. Something stupid. Yeah, they just let him walk uh, or some bullshit. Yeah. Um, my one NFL thing is that I don't know if you heard it. This Chargers offensive lineman Russell Akun Akung, he's talking about fully guaranteed contracts and how he thinks uh, that they should all get them because of how brutal the NFL is, which. I agree with. Oh, for sure, yeah. Probably more than any other sport, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then um, my, my final thing, I was going to do, like, a quick thing on Travis Pastrana. I don't know if you saw, but he did, like, yeah, three yeah. Knievel's fucking... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had that run down. Hours. That's, that's pretty cool, so... Oh, and he killed it, too, even using the same bike that he used, too, which is incredible. Yeah, well, I'm sure there's fucking a little added horsepower. Oh yeah, for sure. But the the weight was the big thing. I think that I heard is he had the same weight and stuff that uh, yeah, uh, Knievel had. Yeah, I had that. Um, I had the matting rating. I don't know if I want to talk about those at all. We kind of touched on it last week. Um, I had a bunch of shit here. I don't know. Did you want to dabble and talk about the possibility of DC versus Lesnar for a little bit? Yeah, talk about maybe like how you feel about them uh, kind of doing the WWE thing with that. How fake it was. <laughs> yeah, I know, but it's still, I mean, it, it still got got everyone pumps for what could be. Yeah, they don't back out. Yeah. Um. What else did I have? Oh, I wanted to start off. Uh, just a quick shout out to those Thai kids that got rescued in the cave. All twelve of them made it out. Yeah. I want to talk about how they have bigger balls than I do. <laughs> um. Yeah. What else did I have? Uh. Obviously, I wanted to talk about the uh, World Cup final for a little bit. France, it's not going to be France or Croatia. Yeah. Um, I have to fucking make sure you don't go overboard on that. No, it's just going to be a quick thing. Yeah, no, I've, I'm have i okay with limiting myself. Um, what else? Uh, Brandon Browner was going to talk about that. Yeah, I was going to do him and uh, McCoy at the same time. Yeah, that's a good idea. Um, also, did you see today that uh, was it Pac-Man Jones got into a fight in the airport with yeah. some airport worker? I, was, I wanted to talk about that, maybe. Uh, da, da, da. Did you hear about LeBron and Kyrie? There was some uh, Cavalier or Cleveland. Oh, report. he was, like, questioning his knee injury in the finals, like, that first year they made it, that one? Yeah. Yeah, and then come to find out, the Cleveland reporters are talking that they they never really had a relationship, and Kyrie's whole flatter thing actually started because of... He was trying to recruit people, and then LeBron came back and fucking took the show over. Well, no, what happened is he got pissed off at the reporters because he had started, like, the uh, Black Lives Matter or whatever thing, or equality thing. He started and started talking about it and was the first one to wear the shirt or whatever. And then yeah. LeBron started talking about it and all the reporters had to say was just LeBron being this and they didn't really say anything about Kyrie. So Kyrie started talking about Flat Earth and he's just how like ridiculous it was that people gave him more like reporters are more about asking him more questions about that than, you know, anything else. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know if you want to talk about like any of the top NBA free agents. I had Marcus Smart, Isaiah Thomas, and Vince Carter. I thought Isaiah Thomas was under contract. No, he's uh, from what I heard he's a free agent. I think huh. I could be wrong though. Um, duh, 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 what else did I have here? I, I had something else. Oh, uh, did you? I wanted to kind of talk about Ovi living his best life with that cup. Did you see him use in Russia? They filled the cup of, up with fucking black caviar, the most expensive shit in the world. Like filled it to the brim, and he was just spooning that shit out and onto a plate in some Russian bar. Surprised he still has it. Uh, they, he gave it up. Um, I think he had to give it up. La- la- the- I thought they only had like a day with it. Yeah, I think I think the captain and stuff gets a little longer, but every player gets the whole summer. Every like all the players on the team get the time with it. Yeah. Um. Oh, I don't know if we want to talk about MLB, but the. Uh, oh, I want to do the All Star Game. Fuck, that's what yeah. I want to do. Yeah. I wanted. Yeah. To, I saw this thing. I followed this page on Instagram, and they said um, they like listed all the players and like how many like all-stars they've been in and i was counting and there's like 15 14 or 15 first time all-stars which i feel like has to be some kind of record oh for sure there was that uh venezuelan guy too i think that uh or venezuela yeah i think it was venezuela he's the first one to um he's the first like venezuelan player or something but then uh what was it snell or whatever that pitcher from uh, the tampa bay rays got fucking snubbed even though he has like one of the best eras out there right now one of the lowest or some bullshit Oh, yeah. Verlander, they also came out and said for the, I guess, the MLB, because MLB has the players do the uh, vote for the All-Stars. And yeah, I guess he's like a, like a 30 or like a 50-50 with the fans, I think. Yeah, but they're saying for the MLB, Verlander came out and said that the MLB has them use snail mail, so they have to send their ballot. They use a paper, fill out a paper ballot and have to send it in a, out in the mail like a few weeks or like a month ahead of time. Yeah. Um. Yeah, we talked about that, and thought I had something else. No, maybe I didn't. Yeah, I think that was about it. I had. So let me see. Uh, what do you want to start off with? Uh, let's see. We should probably do. Yeah, I got, uh, yeah. I kinda got a whole book in front of me. Um, I think we should do the World Cup first. Mm-hmm. Seems that it's like the biggest thing, and then maybe go to Lesnar. Yeah. And then, World Cup. Uh, yeah, okay, let's do World Cup. Uh, I want to do a quick PSA at the beginning, too, um, just to let people know that we have that, that email. email. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's yeah. That. And we can do that, and then I'll do a, we can do a quick shout-out to the Thai kids. Yeah, I'll let you do that, because I really don't have anything to say about them. <laughs> yeah, I just want to make fun of myself, basically, and just say that those kids have bigger balls than I do. Yeah. Um, so we'll do World Cup, Lesnar... Check that. That um, the MLB All Stars. Mm-hmm. Okay, MLB, and then probably do like probably do Browner, McCoy, Pac Man. Let's write this down. Yeah, and then. You want to talk about probably, Tony Parker? Um, I th- well, I was thinking uh, if we're on keep up with the uh, football, we could do that. Um, Russell Okung fully guaranteed. Yeah. Thing. yeah. 
Suck. Fully guaranteed. Okay, you get that. And then um, probably start off with – I don't know if you want to do that. If you, if you want to do that uh, LeBron-Kyrie thing, it makes no difference to me. Yeah, maybe just touch on it that it's, you know, just that they – because it just kind of been rumored. And, uh, yeah, we can kind of just talk. I don't really want to spend too much time, just a quick thing. Like it's, yeah, yeah so we'll, sure. we'll do we'll – do, um, let's do Mellow first then. All right. Mellow. Uh, then Devin Booker, then Tony Parker. Yep, Devin Booker. Parker. And then we'll do LeBron with a question mark, see how we're feeling about it. LeBron, Kyrie, question mark. Yeah, it's one of those things, like, if we're talking and we can kind of transition into it, go for it. But yeah, yeah, but, sure. yeah, I feel the same way if, like, you got to try and, like, so, yeah, about this, then it's kind of like a whatever type thing. Yeah. And then, uh, I don't know what else you want to talk about after that. I want, I did want to talk about Trey Young in the Summer League, but I haven't really watched enough about it to fucking really know what I'm talking about. So. He's a kid on the Celtics. But uh, Yabo? Is it Yabu? Yabo? Oh, Yabo Selly. He's been in the league for like three years. Oh, has he? I've been hearing he's... Yeah, he's fucking... He's just a big dude that has... He's like a Jared Selinger, but like... He's just got like a big fucking ass and a big fucking belly and he pushes everyone around. I like it. I like it. Uh... Yeah, one of the the commentators in Boston says that he wants to see him and Boogie Cousins arm wrestle because he thinks they're, like, two of the strongest guys in the fucking NBA. That'd be funny to watch. Um, what else do we have here? Oh, five years ago the other day, uh, NCAA football came out. I don't know if you want to talk about that at all. Oh, uh, the last one. Yeah. Uh, I want to talk about OV. After, after the NBA, we can touch on OV real quick. Living his best life with the cup. Alright, that's an 11, so that's probably pretty decent. Yeah, and then um, for our final thought, do you, uh, you know what? Do you have a, like a separate final thought you want to end with? Mine's just Travis Pastrana. I was just gonna... Yeah, that's. Um, I was gonna say yeah, we can do that then because that's gonna probably be mine anyways. Like my final thought, so we can do like a combined one and just talk yeah. about that for a little bit. All right, TP one ninety nine. I guess he's gonna Nitro Circus is gonna have a, a residency in, at Bally's in Vegas now for a little, starting next year. Have what? They're gonna have a like a residency, so like they're gonna have like a show like every every couple nights or every night at the Bali's. Oh, uh, really? You That's know, cool. yeah, yeah. All right, so we got World Cup, DC Lesnar, uh, All Star Game, the Browner McCoy, Pac Man, uh, Russell Coon, Mellow Booker Parker. And then the final ones are whatever we like LeBron, NCAA, and OV. Yeah, sounds good to me. Let me write down that. Let me write down that uh, our email too so I don't forget. Yeah. Uh, you gotta fucking work on getting a better mic. 
Is it still like cutting in and out and not? Yeah, yeah. What, what do you use? I just use my PlayStation headset. I was gonna use my. Uh, Is it the uh, FBI one? Uh, like the just a single earbud. No, it's a like an over ear one. It's the rig. It's a. Oh, that's what I got. The I I got a fucking like twenty dollar one. Yeah, a plan. Mine's a Planetronics. But I'm wondering if it's, I'm wondering if because my mic can detach on this. I'm wondering if it's something with that. Yeah, maybe something's loose or something. Yeah, yeah it pissed me off. I listened to it and realized I was doing that constantly. Yeah, I tried telling you that I was doing that after when I texted you asking if it was all choppy. Yeah, that's uh, that's what you meant. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Uh, what was the email? Dudes and Brews three hundred seven. Yeah, at Gmail. Yeah. 307. Uh... All right, so I'll lead off of the World Cup, talk about the D.C. Lesnar. Um, I'll throw it to you. Well, we probably both do the All-Stars. I'll throw it to you for the NBA All-Stars because you seem to know a little bit more, like, as far as, like, the youngsters and whatnot. Um. And then we can transition to NFL, and then all. And then once we're done, once we're talking, done talking about Russell Okun, if you want to just transition to uh, start up the NBA talk, I'll just kind of follow your lead with that. Right. I have some stuff to say, but like I said before, like you're kind of you know way more than I do. You watch it more than I do, at least. Yeah, I should. I just gotta work on doing the transition thing, but whatever. We got it. All right. Uh, you want to start? Let's start at the eighteen-minute mark. All right. I write that down. So. I see he didn't listen to it yet. Fucking prick. No, I haven't. I'm an asshole. I know I should. I have subscribed though on pretty much all the things I listen to on Stitcher and Spotify. Yeah. And I was looking forward to almost seeing the fucking double digit mark, but are you gonna uh, publish it tonight? Or? Yeah, I'm gonna try to. I gotta. I mean, I gotta. I'm I gotta be at work for like six tomorrow, but uh, I'm gonna try to publish it before I go to bed. Yeah, I can uh, delete the first eighteen minutes. Yeah, hopefully there shouldn't be too much to edit after. Yeah. I'm just going to do the 18 minutes. Uh, yeah, just do the 18 minutes. It <laughs> yeah, fine. It's like we're, it's our second podcast. We'll get in. Yeah, because I, I left. Uh, I tried taking the dead air out on that first one, like two minutes in, where you're like, uh, fuck. But every yeah, time I listen to it, I just laugh more and more. I'm like, hey, we just got to keep it. It's fucking hilarious. That's exactly why I said that, because I was talking, and then I'm like, fuck. I'm not going to be anywhere close to that three-minute mark. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we kind of realized that uh, we don't do the two-minute mark. We just kind of fucking talk, and we just try and keep it under, like, five minutes. <laughs> yeah, because I'm aware of the time. I think that's the big thing. Yeah. All right. You ready to go? Yeah. All right. And in five, four. Okay, you don't have to count. Two. And we are live. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to what is now episode two. Episode two, Wyatt, of Dudes and Booze. 
I never thought we'd make it this I know. Here we are, though. Here we are. I do have to commend the, the few people that actually decided to listen to this. Um, Shout I, out to you guys. Yeah, we really have to. Uh, we really have to thank you for that. And we want to say that we do have now officially do have an email. So we'd love to hear any comments, complaints, uh, new ways to fornicate ourselves. If you want to send it to us, our email now is going to be dudes and brews. 307 at gmail.com I will write that in the description too for this episode and on our page so that way you guys can refer back to it at any point um, but we'd love to hear what you guys think feedback is good feedback yeah we you know we're just kind of doing it because we like it so we'd like to hear what you know what the people that are going to be listening to this actually think um, I mean leading in I do first starting off for a really deep dive into this episode I just have to give a big shout out to those Thai kids over there that uh, the Thai soccer players the 12 year olds that were in that caveman all 12 of them did get out as of yesterday or the day before. And I, did you happen to see the map that they had for that of the cave? Like the way those no, kids I, just, I know it was all like underwater and it was like two miles or something like that. Maybe more. Yeah, it's exact. All I have to say is those kids have probably bigger balls than I could ever hope to have. So kudos to them. I wish them the well, best of luck. You know, it was intense shit. I heard like last week they sent a Navy SEAL in there to try and go rescue them. And I, th- believe that he died doing it but i'm not 100 yeah i think he ran out of oxygen yeah it was a taiwanese navy seal they had a bunch of them there um it was a great collective effort i know they they had been kind of siphoning like water and food to them for the meantime but i'm very happy to see them out and i also heard now of course they're gonna be making a movie um i'll be interested to see what that's about maybe i'll uh, look at it when it comes out jesus of course i know all right. No, big shout out to them. Uh, really, that's uh, it's really. It, I'm really happy to see that they got out because otherwise it was looking like it'd be like four months to like, get out of that cave. Otherwise, yeah. uh, but moving on. Big news. My French boys who have made it on to the final. That is right. Why you are hearing it correctly? The final of the World Cup on Sunday. I'm glad what? that you jumped on the uh, bandwagon just in time. I jumped on that bandwagon just in time for them to hit that final. Yeah, go fuck yourself. I did just get a brand new Pogba jersey. I've been repping the shit out of that. Paul Pogba is my boy. Um, Nobody knows who he is. Nah, the people that like soccer that listen to this, if they listen to this, they'll uh, know who I mean. But I was happy to see like seven people listen to this. I doubt they know who he is. (laughs) (laughs) That's what podcast so it, it is what it is but uh, I was very I was very nervous the whole time watching that game because Belgium is very dangerous but to see them win it was one nothing last 10 minutes were a bit kind of oh, yeah, last 10 minutes where they uh, all the French players were hitting the ground and fucking acting like they got a concussion to fucking stall for four minutes yeah those fucking pussies as McKinney man he actually I think he did get a concussion and I do have to give him credit because he ran right back in afterwards and he did not look right at all did, did, did you see when he ran back in and then uh, one of the one of the Belgian players hit him to the ground and then they like picked him up and they gave the guy a water bottle and he went to go squirt the water in his mouth and he just totally missed it. Totally missed. He had, I mean, that, that's some big balls there to have a concussion, be days like that and still want to get back out there. So big shout oh, out to my on, NFL players do it every week. Get oh, out Oh, for sure. But the c- concussion protocol is nowhere near what it is. Not that it's great in the NFL, but it's nowhere near as close as in soccer. But uh, I'm happy to see my French boys move on. Um, they will be facing Croatia after today's game. Croatia now has had three back-to-back extra time games. Uh, I don't know if that will bode very well for them going into the Sunday. 
but I, hope, I don't think I hope Croatia wins just so everyone can hear you cry next week and I can't uh, hear the cry. Um I'll be repping I'll be repping my jersey though. Uh hopefully they can pull one out and it'd be nice to see France win uh, their second World Cup. Um, you know, well uh but it it's been up to this point it has been absolutely a fantastic World Cup and I am kinda sad to see it go, but uh it's how it is. I saw this thing where everyone thinks that 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 guy from France that uh, you got the jersey from, they think he's going to be like the next fucking stud in soccer, and he's going to go to was that Real Madrid where uh, Ronaldo just left? No, you're talking about uh, Kylian Mbappe, the the fast one. The thing is, I've seen that, and it will be interesting because they PSG Paris Saint Germain, that's the club team he plays for. They just signed him last year, and they paid. A decent amount for him, and with the way he's been playing, they're going to be looking. For <laughs> Neymar went for, I think Neymar went for like three hundred million dollars or something ridiculous. So for a nineteen, I don't know. I saw, I saw this thing where after that contract that Ronaldo signed, his annual salary is like sixty million or something like that. That's ridiculous. Oh, that still doesn't even touch what Messi makes annually for a salary. So that's how crazy the soccer game is. There's no like salary caps. They just fucking dish out money any way they can to get the guys there. Yeah, pretty soon with how everything's going, that's how it's all going to be. And then, you know, no, nobody, not like we can afford to fucking go out to a baseball game now, but uh, it definitely won't be fucking realistic. Yeah, it's uh, the soccer world is definitely ridiculous with the kind of money they throw around for players, and a lot of time they throw big chunks of money around, and those players don't end up doing anything. It's like when the Yankees sign, they just kind of shit the bed. Yeah, just like fucking every fucking thing. Yeah, David Price, he signed a contract for two hundred seventeen million, and that fucking bum, he's had about fucking maybe fifteen good games with us in about three years. Look at A-Rod. He had like a couple good seasons, but he just like there's a lot of dudes they just crumble under that pressure when they sign that yeah. big contract. But moving on though, uh, UFC. Uh, I know you didn't. We didn't end up watching it. We we're thinking about it. I kind of wish I would have seen it because that DC versus Stipe Miocic fight was a thriller. That was an absolute great fight. Um, DC, I was happy to see DC win. He's a great guy. My homeboy was looking thick at heavyweight, though. I don't know if you saw any pictures of him, but he was looking thick. I think he weighed in an extra, like, 20 pounds over what Stipe weighs in at, and DC usually fights at light heavyweight. Granted, he used to fight a heavyweight back in the day with, uh, Force, I believe, and he was undefeated, but man, oh. that... A savage. It's it's almost like he was planning on putting that fucking weight on so he can fight for another heavyweight against Lesnar. He's all of a sudden, you know, here comes Lesnar and fucking. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. Uh, he wants one more big fight because he wants more paydays. He just wants more money because he's said multiple times he's promised to his family he turns forty next year, and when he turns forty, he's just going to give it up. So he's just going to yeah, try. Right. He's thirty nine right now. So. Uh... Uh-huh next summer, so he's possibly got one or two more fights in him, depending how this, I don't know, but uh, it was, granted, I know how you feel about Lesnar coming in and that whole, that whole Yeah, thing. I mean, honestly, if you look at it, like, if you listen to it, and like, I, I watch wrestling, WWE a lot, so I can I feel like I can kind of pick it out a little bit, but like, that was all fucking staged, you, like, you see Lesnar come in and he jumps in and he fucking grabs the mic and like like if it wasn't staged you would see people maybe try and stop him i mean not like it would work granted but um 
and then you got him pushing him, dude. If my dog jumped on me, that would be more of a fucking push than what Lesnar pushed him. That was fucking. That was that was gay. Yeah, I think this too. With I mean, people that you know know DC and stuff, and are maybe into MMA may or may not realize like him and Lesnar do go back a long ways. Like they are really pretty good friends, from what I hear. So it is. It is kind of. It may have been a little state friendly battle. Yeah, but, you know, at the end of the day, if those two guys get in there, those two behemoths get in there, and especially Lesnar gets in there, it I think it's looking like if you end up setting up a fight, it'll be sometime in November. That is yeah, going to be to see, and I think me and you, my friend, may have to watch that. Oh, yeah, no doubt. But in uh, my opinion, I would put fucking all my money on DC because, I mean, Lester's been fucking in the WWE for, uh, what, three, four years consecutively now and uh dude his matches he, he literally he fights in wwe for, for what maybe four or five matches a year this guy makes bank so i feel like he would get his fucking ass kicked but I mean, yeah. you never know the other That's why you watch. Too, but the other thing is too with lesnar is his big thing is he's gonna have to try to pass the drug tests because he did get popped his last fight on i believe um if they want it they'll fucking let him pass fuck him he will, but he's gonna USADA UFC in the last few years. They have USADA, which is governing body that tests the player, that tests the fighters and stuff. Uh, they're gonna be a lot more stringent on on him. So, uh, and they want to try to keep a clean record as that. So we'll we'll see what happens. But if they well, get I think they, yeah, I think they'll give uh, him a little heads up when it's gonna be. You know, maybe a little elbow, elbow, wink, wink. Uh, don't fucking do steroids for a month. <laughs> Because hopefully they, uh, you know, maybe UFC just slides you out of some money and just goes, yeah, maybe just stay quiet about Lesnar and we'll just play this. <laughs> I'd like to see, though, I'd say, if it's possible. I know John Jones has his own things he's going through, but if they could do one more fight between DC and John Jones, that would be a heck of a fight. Because that is. So we've already fight. seen that outcome, what, two times? Three times, but the last time, times, yeah, that's what it's two times I believe last time, John Jones got popped for um, some sort of banned substance. It's kind of hairy on you know what's what is what it is. Yeah, um, but if they could do it, it would be sweet to watch. But Lesnar versus DC could uh, that could be a heck of a fight though. So I'm interested yeah. to see what happens with that. But so, yeah, uh, well, I guess uh, if if everything you know falls into place. It's, that's what it comes down to at the end of the day. The stars have to kind of align for that stuff. Yeah. Uh, so, um, I know the All Star Game starts was that next must be the next week, and so the rosters came out, and um, I was looking. And I thought it was kind of interesting. Um, I, I counted, and I'm not quite sure if it was 14 or 15, but there was you know either 14 or 15. First time All Stars, and I feel like that's kind of a fucking high number for an for an MLB All Star game. Like I was looking, and uh, and that's even without these, you know, the final vote guys getting in. Because um, I know most of them are probably going to be first timers as well. But like I was looking, and Bryce Harper was the guy with the most fucking All Star appearances at uh, was it six or eight. I don't know which one, but. That is, you do kind of wonder what the deal is with that, because I know, like we were talking beforehand, it's, what, 50-50 with how they do the ballots, so it's half is the votes of the players, the other half is the fans? Yeah, it's going to be something like that. Good and bad, because, I mean, the players, a lot of the time, I mean, the players, at the end of the day, I feel like they're going to more or less vote for their teammates, 
And- well, no, I think they'll they respect it enough. To, but like, like, do you remember a couple of years ago when the fucking Royals were um, like wicked good when they just came back onto the scene? And I remember when the All Star roster came out, like they're projected when they you see how many people are voting for them, and all the Royals fan flooded the market and like pretty much the, their whole lineup was like going to be starters. So I think that's when they uh, changed it all. Yeah. They, uh, I've, I mean, the big thing now is I heard was Snell. I don't know his first name, but that he's like 23. I think he's had maybe two or three seasons with Tampa Bay. He's got like some of the best numbers out there for a pitcher. I think he has one of the second lowest ERA in the American league, if not in all of baseball. Uh, it, he he got snubbed, so there's been a lot of backlash. A lot of people have been complaining about that. Justin Verlander came out and said, this is the probably the most surprising thing about the whole thing, that in this day and age, the MLB still has the players, allegedly still has the players vote on a paper ballot and send it through like U.S. Postal Service. And so it ends up they have to make their determination like a month in advance instead of being able Which to... I kind of find that hard to believe because I just voted last night. I voted for Benintendi for that final vote. And you can just go on MLB's fucking website and literally they don't even... Yeah, they don't even restrict you. Like, so I voted for him and then... Uh, so I thought you could only vote once and then it brings you to a page and all you got to do is put a fucking... That like what's it called a kapichka or what well, I don't fucking yeah. know. Like you do like the, the, the six right. numbers. Yeah, you do the six numbers and you can keep voting. Like I could be, you know, I could fucking send two thousand votes and they wouldn't just do anything. Which kind of- so, uh, no, I think I, I don't know if it's people trying to if it's players trying to save their own asses for you know possibly fucking up and not you know sending this kid to the All Star game. Which I mean, with the re- numbers he has, I'm not the biggest baseball fan, but I mean. If he has like some, if he has one of the world's star ERAs and is one of the best pitchers out there, like, and, and you, we were talking, he, he, they do have, they do have like some of the youngest all stars out there now in this game. Like, why not give this kid a shot? Like, he, you know. Oh yeah, no doubt. So interesting to see if maybe next year they change it up or what is coming with the all star game. I mean, I, I may probably will watch it this year. I usually try to just because the home run derby is always usually fun to watch. And well, I was just gonna say, you stole the words out of my mouth. Um, like I've looked at the home run derby lineup, and it's kind of disappointing this year. Like Judge and John Carlo are sitting out. I think Bryce Harper is uh, doing it because it's his home stadium, so he's kind of you know you kind of obligated to. Yeah. But like, uh, and like I was looking at everyone else, and like you know I I took a quick scan through, and I, like I'm not the biggest MLB fan. Like who can fucking who can be? It's just it's too fucking drawn out and all that, but like I, I Yeah, I didn't recognize fucking three quarters of the names on the home run derby list. Like it's kinda I don't know. That's how I feel. That's how I feel about the NBA All Star game with the dunk contest. I feel like back when we were growing oh, up yeah. you had you had some high flyer dudes, like some big name guys, and I feel like I don't know if it's the length of the season, guys trying to save themselves, which I get. But yeah, I feel which like I think it is mostly it's a combination of just like not wanting to you know overexert yourself for something ultimately like what is it for your long? I totally understand. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you get a trophy and stuff, but like long term, like you get to remember more the guy that won the you know the home run derby in 2019 or the team that won the World Series and the guy that got named MVP in the World Series. You know? Yeah. So it, it is one of those things. Um, I do like. I always do respect the fact that I used to like it when NBA did it for the All Star game. But the, uh, uh, MLB typically has lets their player lets the players wear their like regular jerseys. I always think that's yeah. 
people. It may be, it must be fucking confusing, especially back in the day for the NBA. But I feel like it's always really cool to just see a bunch of guys in different jerseys and stuff playing out there. Um, yeah, that's no, so, definitely pretty cool. Yeah, and, you know, they have it in the perfect time. There isn't much going on. World Cup's going to be done on Sunday, so there's nothing really else to watch. So probably tune in, maybe watch a little bit, see how it goes. Yeah, I usually I try and watch, like, uh, the, the best thing to me for the all-star game is I love watching the pitching. Like you get to watch, like you got Chris sale and uh, who's the Yankee starter. Is it Severino? Who's he's like 14 and two with like a 2.3 something ERA. Dude, that's fucking ridiculous. Um, I, I don't know if he's on or not, but Bartolo Colon, like he's pitching tonight. I fucking love watching big sexy. Yeah, you can't be big, sexy man. He was it last year. He hit that home run, or he's has he hit a couple? Yeah, I believe his- so. Yeah, that kid, he's so funny. It's the same yeah. for me. Like being a Yankees fan, like watching CC every time watching CC pitch, come up with that crooked hat and just like a big baggy jersey. It's just a yeah, unique fucking gangster that should have been fucking left in the hood. Fuck him. He's great though, man. He, especially back in the day when he was on the he was the Twins. He was on before the Yankees. The guy killed it. I mean, he's still putting in numbers. I mean, he still does work sometimes, but he is getting older, so it's a little tough. But uh, yeah, the All Star Game usually it's it's usually decent to watch, especially compared to some other All Star games like. Uh, oh yeah, week. definitely better than like the the NBA or NFL. I mean, NFL is just a joke. Nobody watches that. Like yeah, the the Pro Bowl they need to do something different. That just doesn't work anymore. It sucks. I feel like it's not even like worth it to have it. Like maybe have the voting to be like. To, when you go into the Hall of Fame, you say you're X amount time fucking Pro Bowler, but like literally, I can't even remember the last time it was even worth to like watch a fucking a fucking series of it. You know, it's it's gay. But. It's gotten a little better since they've now like it seems more and more young guys get in there because they and it seems like more and more of the young guys like give it give a shit and actually put forth an effort. But still, it's it's a lot of guys running half speed, and it's really you, you might as well just go watch a professional team practice because that's pretty much what you're Which, watching. I, I mean, granted, it should be because um, like imagine if one of these guys. I think back in the day, I remember my dad telling me that um, the Patriots had this really good offensive lineman or tackle or something and he went to that and he uh he either broke his leg or fucking tore his knee up and it was like a career-ending injury so i mean you know you always got that to worry about so i get it a lot of guys don't really they'll either skip it altogether or they'll just kind of they don't really put forth like a complete effort and i get that because it's like it's one game and you're not really getting paid extra or anything and it's you know, it's game compared to, uh, you know, another five years of getting, you know, millions of dollars and stuff. So it does make sense. Yeah. yeah. In here, move on. Uh, there's some a big news. Very strange uh, in the last couple of days. Three different players uh, coming out. Like, have, there's news that broke about three different players facing some different charges. Getting in trouble. By and- the time this podcast is over, there's probably be a fourth knowing the NFL. <laughs> The three. See how it goes, but yeah, um, you want to start off with uh, your boy? Uh, was that Brandon Browner? It was he was on the yeah, page? Dude, you know, yeah, you know, it was funny. Like that came out what uh, Monday night, maybe. I think so. Monday. Yeah, yeah. yeah but it was funny because I uh, I was going through my Instagram Sunday, and um, I saw some Patriots thing, and I think so- somehow I thought of Brandon Browner, and I'm like. You know, it'd be cool if he came back. We need some help in the secondary. And then, you know, fucking 
a fucking day later, I see that he attempted to fucking kill someone and he had kidnapping charges and yeah. like this, he got like every charge in the book just about. Yeah, and then he had burglary charge because I guess what happened is he kidnapped somebody, held them held them at gunpoint or something at their house, and then before the cops came, he booked it. And before he did that, he managed to grab. He decided to grab uh, like a three thousand dollar like watch or rolex or something and he took off with that so he's now has burglary charges um that's just i i don't know what to say about that that's some crazy shit though to be honest that is yeah, so uh he'll probably i mean uh, fucking if you're dumb enough to do that i guess you should go to jail like, right after they the patriots lost the super bowl and blame their loss on bill belichick not putting in uh what's his name the cornerback there Malcolm butler yeah Butler and playing on Instagram and stuff. So that it, it's just it's he's kind of just gone downhill ever since that Super Bowl loss. It's kind of hit him hard, I guess. Well, he he wasn't on the team for that. Oh, he wasn't. No, he was. Uh, he won in what was that two years ago? So he was with us like two or three years ago. Yeah. Uh, moving on, Shady McCoy. Uh, it's, I, I don't to make to this. I mean, first of all, I just want to put out there before we deep dive into this. It's all alleged. I haven't heard any news about it being an actual thing, so I don't want to, you know, say anything that's not true. It's allegedly, he now, what, beat it's he beat his girlfriend? Beat his... Uh, ex-girlfriend. His, yeah, beat... Or, well, no, he... From the sounds of it, he, like, hired a couple guys to go do it. His, she had, like, like a Rolex and, like, a couple other things. And according to these people, he was asking or, like, he wanted these certain things back. And I guess when these guys allegedly went in there to beat this girl up, they requested those certain things that he wanted back. <laughs> Stupid, so stupid. And then she, because her friend, what? Because what I had seen was what I read. The article I read, I think it was a Barstool or something, but about um, the his, his ex now his ex girlfriend's friend that posted on Instagram and saying, yeah, yeah, I think so. Which is just if that's true, that's just fucking ridiculous. There's no need for that. There's no need for any of this. And then he also does he have a kid or something? He beat yeah, he fucking beat the kid for pissing in the bed or something. Yeah, which is in she also his fr- her, his ex girlfriend's friend decided to put in there too that he's been doing steroids or had been. So now that's thrown into the mix. I mean, come on, that's that's not breaking news. Every fucking NFL guy does steroids. Not not every, you know, a good chance, good percentage. Yeah. Especially when they come back from injury and stuff, you need that little extra edge to, you know, where they feel they do. And, but uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens with him. Uh, he, I did see the worst part is I saw his rebuttal to this, and he came out with a statement that wasn't an official. That was wasn't really like any official statement. He literally just wrote it down in his notes on his iPhone and decided to publish it on Instagram or something. Which to me is just, dude, get yourself a guilty, not guilty. Get yourself a lawyer, put out an official statement, and. Like yeah, um, I did see like an hour ago. I was watching something, and he hired the lawyer that um, uh, Ray Lewis. I I don't know the fucking the name of the lawyer off the top of my head. The one that um, Ray Lewis hired when he was uh, charged with the double murder thing. Um, uh, fuck, who else was it? it was someone else? Uh, 
mean, Ray, Ray, you mean Ray Lewis, the guy that that loves that loves God and Jesus and is all about you know just team commitment? Is he he possibly stabbed somebody? Are you saying that? Are you is uh, that two, like, two people, two people? Yeah. Uh, but um, and then it was the same same lawyer when uh, Ben Roethlisberger allegedly raped that girl uh, at the nightclub or whatever the fuck it was. Same guy that probably got Kobe out of the situation in Colorado back in the day. Yeah, probably. These guys, I, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what happens. I just hope that if all this stuff, I mean, regardless, either way, there was, what was it, last week or the week before, there was that other NFL player, I think, that actually, or football player, that actually it came out that it, the charges, he had a similar assault battery charges on his girlfriend or something, and it came out that those were actually false, and she had just made those claims to try to get something out of him. Oh, you- yeah. Well, that's what they all do. Yeah, this goes. I mean, if he is guilty, and if he is, I just hope that the that the NFL doesn't fuck this up like they have done with everything else, and you know, really throws the book at him because with everything this dude has done, he just he needs to be put through the ringer. But it's if he's done it, you know, then that's that's what it comes down to. Yeah. But, is it different if, if he hires someone to do it? Oh no! If, if he is. For me, if he's involved, like, throw the book at him. But you know how Roger Goodell, if he doesn't wear a Patriots jersey, then, eh, it's okay. We'll give him a couple games, and he'll be fine. We need our rep. It's, it's cool. So, and if he's not Ezekiel Elliott, you know. Yeah, that's a, yeah exactly. If, it's, if he's not someone important that doesn't play for the Patriots, yeah, it's a different story. And then, uh, uh, yeah, great transition to uh, Mr. Pac-Man Jones. This dude, I, is he still in the NFL? Has he retired? I don't know. He was on the Bengals last I knew, but I, I honestly have no idea. But, uh, the video came out. I saw it today. I don't know. It came out maybe yesterday. He was in the airport, and he got into a fight with um, some dude in an orange vest that worked at the airport and just decided to talk shit to him. First of all, anybody anybody out there listening to this, never, ever pick a fight with any former, current NFL player. Just don't do it. It's probably not a good idea. Just well, don't do it. Did, did you watch it? Did you watch the fight? Kitty, it wasn't anything good, but it, yeah, I will no, say, like... fucking gay. It was, but Pac-Man got him with, like, a straight right hook, straight maybe or something. Hit him in, like, he hit him in that right spot, and the dude went down. You could tell when he went down, he got rocked because he was just kind of, like, trying to figure out what the hell was going on. But it, hey, it's, uh, it's pretty sad where that had more action than the Brock Lesnar DC fucking confrontation, huh? That's the worst part. I mean, that whole card was really good, but, yeah, that, that's, that's just really shitty, but that's the way it goes. Especially in the summer with not a lot of sports going on, people look for literally anything. Shit, but Pac-Man Jones, that dude is crazy. I still remember back in the day when he got suspended and tried to join TNA. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. Where he couldn't actually show his face on any other like platform or something, or like he couldn't be in their promotion. So basically, they just had this whole they kind of built him up, but you never actually saw him. He never actually laid hands on anybody or anything in like a wrestling match. But that's just NFL, man. Those players, and again, I guess part of it, some people will say, like, oh, maybe it's CTE and stuff, but I I don't know. these, I think some of these players, they just get you know a little too big in their britches and get a little too overconfident, think they can you know own the world and do whatever they want. They're all kinda... egotistical. That's what I mean, every fucking sports guy is. Yeah, I mean, speaking about the egotistical, did you uh, did you see the Panthers got a new owner? What? 
Pan the Carolina Panthers. Did you hear about that? The Carolina so the Carolina Panthers, their owner had um, there had been sexual allegations that came out. He his his claim to fame was a seatbelt maneuver he would do, where he'd have he he'd drive being this you know the gentleman that he is, chivalry not being dead. He'd uh, open the door for he you know he'd drive like female coworkers and stuff around to lunch or whatever, and he'd open the door for them, and what they'd get in. He'd insist to throw to put a seat to like seatbelt them in, and he'd do it and put the seatbelt in. And as he'd do it and reach his hand back, he'd brush against their breasts. And there were some other things where he's a little racist overtones and some other employees that he had and stuff. But anyways, guy's a total scumbag. Anyways, this guy's final farewell after the Panthers got sold last week for or this week for million dollars or billion dollars or whatever. He didn't even come out and say sorry to or anything. He just thanked the fans for all the years and just continued for on his debt. For all the money. <laughs> got, top it all off. This dude has the NFL investigated all this, and the NFL still let him sell it. And all the money that he is – all the money that they put it – that this new guy bought it, buying this Carolina Panthers team, he just gets to keep and just walk off into the sunset. And just yeah, like he gets to – Sounds about right. Part for the course for the fucking NFL, man. Speaking of par for the course, um, where do you think Melo's gonna go? Um, take a bunch of money and then play like fucking dog shit. Um, from what I've heard, the Rockets seem like he could, which would be interesting because uh, you have Mr. James Harden, and then you got Chris Paul, um, and then was it who's that? Antonio D'Antonio, Antonio, yeah, the fuck yeah, is it? Mike D'Antonio, who coached the Knicks. A couple of years ago, when him and Carmelo were there, and they really didn't seem to mesh too well. But I mean, fuck, I guess you can try it again, right? Yeah, uh, it's very interesting. I do have to, you got to give some credit to Melo for, you know, getting his payday because he decided to what? He's been getting his payday for fucking 10 years. Fuck that guy. He has, but he did. He did that. He said he was going to stay in OKC and do that extra year that he had on his contract. And oh, then, yeah, like, I would fucking hate to get that. What was it, thirty million or something like that? I would stay there too. Yeah, so he, has that. he still has that coming to him, or part of it, or whatever. And now he gets to move, he gets to take his money and go to a new team. Yeah, which, that's not too bad. Hopefully, that's the hopefully that's the reason why OKC. Can I don't know if that's the case, but uh, yeah, <laughs> Mello Mello isn't too many steps behind Dwight Howard and just becoming a plague. <laughs> in my opinion, yeah, that's true. I mean, the other team I heard was to go the Lakers, but because um, he always wanted to play with LeBron. But I mean, his friend Chris Paul is on the Rockets, so uh, it'll be interesting to to see. I guess. <laughs> Paul D Wade and Mello, part of that banana boat group there that was on that banana boat thing a few years ago with LeBron. They were yeah. like those. There's that picture of them, like in wine glasses, and you know. Yeah, I think it was who it was. Uh, LeBron, Chris Paul, Dwayne Wade, and Mello. Yeah, those four. Oh, D Wade's now uh, is D Wade a free agent or something like that? I think he's a restricted free agent, maybe. I don't fucking know, dude. That guy's like, was he like fucking fifty five by now? No, I think he's actually the same age as. Fucking no, he was in before LeBron. I can't really. I don't fucking know. There's not much more left, so I don't know. But yeah, Melo. It'll be interesting to see where Melo goes. From what I've seen, it does look like he's probably gonna go to the Rockets. I don't really know who else would take a gamble on him and try to sign him, especially after the season he had last year with OKC. Yeah, honestly, he's like a fucking a 
can't like you said, he's like a Dwight Howard. He's a cancer in the fucking locker room. It seems like. Maybe not the same extent how it is, but it does seem to, one way or another, it seems like his ego probably gets in the way more than it probably should. Especially, he, I think he just doesn't want to accept the fact he has declined drastically in the last few years. Pretty much he's washed up, is what you're trying to say? Yeah, and it's a shame because he, he had a very good legacy, and he, he, it's, it's tough when guys don't want to just hang it up. And I don't know about a good legacy. I mean, he was decent. If it was if he would have called it, or if he would have called it quits earlier, uh, I think he people. I think more people are gonna know him for all the bullshit and drama that's gone on in the last like four or five years than what he did with the Golden State or with uh, the Nuggets when he was actually good and stuff. Yeah, it's but, like speaking of someone being good with the team that drafted them. I see <laughs> Devin Booker got a fucking. Five-year, $158 million extension, and he's only 21. Get that paper, son! That's a a pretty decent payday, I guess you can say. I'll take out just a second. Now, does this mean that – does this show how good Devin Booker is, or does this show how desperate the Suns are to try to keep a really good guy and try to develop a team that can be playoff contenders? Uh, I mean, that's a pretty good fucking question because I think Devin Booker's uh, really good, but um, I definitely think that the Suns going to fucking try and lock him in because yeah, I, who I, else I, do they I, have? They got uh, that Andre Ayton kid who they just drafted, but I mean, watching uh, Summer League, everyone's saying, oh my God, this guy is so good, but I mean, if you're a number one draft pick, you should be putting up these numbers that he's putting up in Summer League, let's be honest. Yeah, for real. But uh, no, I was I was actually surprised Devin Booker signed with them for as long as he did after the rumors and stuff of him kind of be disgruntled with the front office over not uh not being was a defender to let him go into the agency or something. Yeah, um, well, I guess they, I guess one hundred fifty eight million will make you a little happier. Oh, for sure, for sure. And I mean, the five years really isn't all that much. You get to play your game. You, you get a payday. Go to six by the time his contract's up. And then go sign a Golden State and win like seven other championships with them. So by the, like if you like see how things are going and they'll probably have a CBA before then, because I I forget when the last time they had it. And then all the salaries will go up by the time this guy is 26. And at the end of his contract, his next contract will probably be like six or seven years, fucking 250 million. Like, you know, yeah. The one thing is, I mean, he is it, five years. That is, that is a fairly long period of time, especially when you take consideration of how many games are in an NBA season. Um, so the fact, I mean, he's done fairly healthy up to this point, I believe, in his career. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's only fucking. It's only twenty-one. So. Oh yeah, but look at D Rose. Look how D good D Rose yeah, was. That's, because of the country, so hopefully as long as he stays healthy, I think that dude can just he can rule the world. Basically, he'll be just be making bank. But just like a guy that did rule the world, well, the southern part of the world, Tony Parker. This guy, I feel like it's almost an end of an era over in San Antonio. I mean, you still get Ginobili, but I mean Parker, he signed a he signed with the Hornets for two years, ten million, and um. I have to say that there a tear almost came out of my eye. A little tear came out of my eye when I saw the picture of Manu. I was reading an article and they had a picture of Manu just sitting on the bench now by himself. And it's yeah, I saw that. It's, 
always had the Spurs in that in that state because I mean, remember? I mean, I remember when they were faced like Miami Heat back in the day when LeBron played for them, and just those three guys, the three amigos, those dudes with the big fundamental. Those guys were just yeah, that was awesome. Oh my god, that was the team to beat. They were just they, they played great basketball. They were just so much fun to watch. That was team but basketball, I, you know, back then. I mean, you don't really have. Well, I guess like the Warriors play a little team basketball, but it's still all about one person. But, uh, off of it, uh, he he knew how to mesh those guys, and they all played really well for him and with each other. And it it is kind of sad to see that just kind of finally fall apart. But how it goes, you know, in general with any sport, guys get older, they retire. Um, I will say though, this is my hot take, and take it for what it is for my half-ass NBA fandom that I have. Uh, I would not be surprised if you see Kemba Walker. I've heard some rumors Kemba Walker maybe being moved to uh, the Lakers because the Lakers need somebody. Yeah, I, I can't feel... see like it's not like Tony Parker can't be a starter, you know, like, with how old he is. I don't know who they. Which I, I think yeah, they yeah. did draft a fucking. They might have drafted a fucking point guard, but I'm not I'm sure. Like... And I think that's why there's a lot of these rumors leading to maybe Kemba on his way out, maybe to the Lakers or something. So I'm just going to put it out there, Kemba, Kemba to the Lakers. Um, Dude, they've been yeah. saying that. Um, I saw this thing where Damian Lillard, like two weeks ago, he uh, he had a tweet where with a little peace sign and a watch. So everyone thinks that he wants out. And so a bunch of reports came up that he wasn't happy in Portland. And now they're having reports that uh, – He's gonna go to the Lakers. He's gonna get traded to the Lakers at some point. I mean, it's fucking. They need somebody though. Look at who they have at point guard now. They have Lonzo Ball and Rajah Rondo, which Rajah Rondo is just a better version of Lonzo. So they need somebody. They need somebody that can shoot because LeBron can be a point guard and LeBron is the facilitator. So you can't have somebody that you need somebody that can shoot a hell of a lot better than either either two of those motherfuckers can. I guess. That's maybe, just maybe they'll fucking trade for Kyrie. Who knows? Yeah, right? That'd be some fucking shit right there. <laughs> oh, but, uh, Kyrie, did you see? Uh, did you see Gordon Hayward's having a having another girl? Did you... <laughs> you see that video where he's like, "Oh, let's open the box and see the fucking color of the balloons," and he sees the pink, and he fucking he's like, "Oh, yay!" <laughs> And goes, is Daddy happy? And he goes, yeah, yeah. He's happy. <laughs> it sucks, bad, man. I, I feel for him. But, you know, especially being you know a big basketball star and being good at basketball. I feel like part of it is you want to have a son to you know pass something on to or just share share something like that. in general. Being like, want to have a son be able to share some you know. I do want to say, I want to give Gordon Hayward a bunch of credit for still fucking knocking his wife up with a broken leg. Like, come on, he's a baller. Still, I can only imagine what he would have to do in that big cast and, like, try to bridge. And well, the, dude's a, the dude's a baller, man. He, uh, I'm very excited to see what the Celtics team turns out to be this year with all their pieces, as long as all their pieces can stay together. Yeah, I told Alicia that I'm going to uh, get opening game. Tickets to Celtics oh. this year, for sure. I well, you better because I mean, if <laughs> you never know, like last year, there was that their first game when he went down. Yeah, why the man? You just watch it while you can. Never yeah, know what might happen. That's why I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you at all. Yeah, so, um, 
Did you hear, though, that Kyrie, so it's official, there's been rumors for years now that Kyrie, especially once he wanted to trade out of Cleveland and wanted to be somewhere else, that uh, it's now official. There was some Cleveland reporters on a podcast, a radio show talking, and it is actually truth that LeBron and Kyrie have a very fractured relationship, and there's basically like, which doesn't matter. Digs for something, I don't fucking believe it. Yeah, it's, you know, I can kind of see some truth to it. They're saying, you know, Kyrie, like, LeBron, like, LeBron, like, Kyrie wanted to be his team. Kyrie just always felt like they'd never needed LeBron, and he kind of saw the writing on the wall, whatever. It's just typical NBA drama is how I see it for the most part. Yeah, it's like, just play I, the damn game. Really. Play, play yeah, I don't fucking care. It's all fucking housewife, housewife of NBA drama that, you know, it's just... I will have the NBA basically. Yeah. <laughs> so we're we're uh, just about running at the forty minute mark. I don't know if you wanna do your final thought or or what you're thinking. Yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely think so. We, I think we, we basically got through all the big stuff we wanted to get through. Um, the one thing I did want to say is a shout out to my boy Ovechkin. Um, I am a Colorado fan, but I was very happy. It, it, you know, brought joy to my heart to see that Ovechkin finally, after all these years, won a cup. Um, the dude is living his absolute best life. That cup. He's been taking like keg stand after keg stand out of the beer, and then he was in Russia for the World Cup, and they're at some club like maybe last week or a few nights ago, and he filled that thing to the the cup to the brim with black caviar, which is some of the most expensive shit in the world that you can possibly get. Filled that thing to the brim with black caviar. Oh fuck yeah, I'm sure he did, and I will. there's rumors out there that these Russian players, especially the good ones like him and Malkin on the Penguins, get the uh, the black card, Putin's black card, but they, they can just have unlimited funds and spend all the money that they want. So he was in Russia, so I would have been surprised if they were just like, here, have all this and just fill it up. And, <laughs> but uh, to see him in that life, I did see the video of him giving up the cup. Uh, he, he did look a little sad. He did say, okay, you next year. Um, but it's been really fun watching Ovechkin just living his life with that cup and just enjoying the Stanley Cup win, which is shit. He deserves it. He's a really good guy. So my final thought is, um, I don't know if you saw it. I didn't see it. I heard of it before it was going to happen, and I wanted to, but it just it started at like 9 o'clock, and it was three hours, and uh, on a Sunday, I really don't have time for that. But Travis, Travis Pastrana, he did uh, – three of evil Knievel's um, stunts in Vegas that, uh, you know, are wicked famous. And, you know, I think that's really cool, even though, you know, with the technology now, and even if you try and recreate it as like point to point from back then, obviously you still have um, a little technology advantages and whatnot, and whatnot but um, I think that's pretty awesome. And especially three of them within three hours. That's fucking crazy. That's, that's pretty cool. I was the same way. I wanted to go see. I wanted to watch it. Um, it was cool. That was a free event for anyone. Actually, a girl, went to high, or a girl I knew or somebody I have on Instagram. She, uh, she was actually she stopped over in Vegas, and they happened to be able to see it, so she recorded it. But I saw some highlights online of it, and it was great to watch. I mean, I've been a big fan of Travis Pastrana, but that was really cool to see him actually break the record, jump over the Caesar's Palace because people did it, and he got fucked 
up. Broken pelvis. Like he broke a rib. His like jaw broke every fucking bone in his body. Go online. You can look it up. Knievel jumping over the Caesar's Palace fountains, and he that bike just disintegrated when he landed, and he got fucked up. But it was it was cool to see. I mean, especially Travis trying to get an older. Um, I mean, I know he's settled down a bit more. He's got Nitro Circus that he's kind of in command of. I think he now has at least one or two kids. But and I mean, watch it. Does the, oh. I don't know if he still does it, but I remember one of my favorite shows that I used to watch was uh, uh fuck, what was that show on? Was it like History of Discovery with the with Rutledge Woods and that Adam fucking guy? And they would uh, they, huh? Was it Top Gear? Yeah, Top Gear, dude. That show was the fucking shit with him, dude. And he would always show those guys up, dude. It's awesome. Speaking of not him, it was, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's Tanner Faust. Oh, was it Tanner oh, Faust? Oh, yeah, you are right. Yeah, it is Tanner Faust. Fuck me, I'm an idiot. Fine. <laughs> still, in his own he still did all that. I mean, I could see why. He did, was really big in Rally for a while. I mean, I still, to this day, my two biggest memories of Travis Pastrana will be double back for the X Games, and then him versus Colin McRae at Rally Cross at the X Games in, like, the early 2000s. Colin McRae, rest in peace, was one of the greatest rally guys out there. But it came down to the wire with both of them, and Travis was it just barely edged him out. So... Big props to Travis, but uh, I'm always a big fan. I'm always happy to see him still absolutely killing it no matter what. Just like us, we're killing it in the fucking podcast game, even though I thought I'm a totally different person, so I'm a fucking retard. Whatever, Tanner Faust. Tanner Faust. I think it's Tanner Faust. It sounds about right. I know yeah, I used no, to. I it was, now. now that you say it, it makes sense. Drive uh, Ford Fiestas, because I remember he broke the yeah, indoor record. No. For, like. Dude, I was watching an episode uh, like last Sunday morning. This guy, he has a custom-made Ford Focus. It's yeah. half a million dollars, and it's a rally, rally cross. And they they were in this um, old abandoned warehouse, and with all the columns and stuff. And he wanted to beat the record of like fastest indoor zero to fucking like 120 or some shit like that. Oh, dude, it's crazy. The other video to watch, the other if you can find it or just watch the episode, is him. The Rutledge and the other guy challenged him to try to drift in vehicles. He drifted an RV, I think, a school bus in like one of the vehicle, and he did all three of them, which is just absolutely fucking amazing. Those guys can do some incredible things, and they have some balls. Yeah, and look at me, I can you know fucking barely drive my truck, so that's cool. <laughs> That's how it goes, you know. On uh, on that note, I think uh, about time. I think it's time to wrap it up here. We uh, this was an absolutely great episode. I'm absolutely happy, happy, thrilled to be doing this with you, buddy. Um, I I have a lot of fun doing it. I'm hoping all people that listened to this last week, (laughs) you guys like it. Stick around. I hope you seven people tell your fucking seven other people, and I'm not good at math, so that's going to be like maybe around fucking 40-something people, and maybe we'll hit double digits this week. That would be great. Yeah, our real game plan here is we have fun that we do this, and we want to make stuff that people want to listen to and like, and so... We hope to keep growing and just kind of keep doing this. It's kind of, you know, it's it's kind of a we're working on it right now so hopefully we'll get better, and better as time goes on yeah i um, think i think uh the next episode which you know might be next wednesday or thursday depending how everything falls by then 
I think Jason's going to have a new mic, so that's going to probably make it like five times better. I always say I do apologize, anybody. So anyone that's going to so anyone that will email us and wants to complain about my mic, I understand it doesn't always come in. I'm very sorry. I try better. It, it is what it is. Hang in with us there. Where it's a work in progress. We'll we'll get the hang of it. And uh, again, we do have an email. Uh, it is dudesandbrews three o seven at gmail dot com. And I believe uh, that's, that's all one word in all lowercase. Yeah, all, all one word. Um, so dudesandbrews307 at gmail.com. We'd love to hear what you guys have to say. Good, bad. Like I said, new ways. If you want to tell us new ways to fornicate ourselves, that's fine. Uh, I'll, I'll drink bleach if you guys want me to. Um, anything helps. Uh, if there's anything else you'd like to maybe have, if you'd want us to touch on more, um, things we could do better, we'd love to hear feedback. Uh, we really just, you know, we, we're excited to see, you know, where this thing goes. Um, you have any uh, final words here before we uh, do the- uh, Just the only thing that I can think of is that I hope um, France loses Sunday, so that's about like it. Dick. I hope all the players die. You can okay, suck well, one. That, okay. that was probably a little, little extreme, but yeah. okay. Uh, and then, you know, but uh, I hopefully France, hopefully my boys in blue, uh, Lesbians make it through and win their second World Cup. It'd be nice to see. But uh, on that note, I uh, think it's time to go. All righty. Well, we hopefully we will talk to everyone next week. And uh, thank you for listening. Yeah, and don't forget to rate, subscribe, comment. We are on most of the major platforms. This episode, these episodes should come out Wednesday, Thursday, and they should be up on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher most of the popular places to get podcasts. So we should be there uh, rocking, get rocking and rolling. But uh, until next week, fellas, we'll see you later. All right. Thank you, guys. Have a good one. Peace.